CabanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. So I want to call our deck Stink Bomb. Stink Bomb? Why? It's the best deck. No, I just I just want more flavorful deck names. I was hit by this when I was looking at the GPU trick results and everyone had the, you know, it's like the Mardu Vehicles deck with Walking Ballista. And I'm like... It's, it's just, just Mardu Ballista. It's just like Mardu, whatever. It's just or it's Mardu Vehicles with, you know, it's like, isn't that deck just... Aren't they like the same deck? Isn't like that the deck only just, vehicle is just hard Isn't that just Flintstones? <laughs> if it's a vehicle with that's walking with feet, isn't the deck just Flintstones? So I want deck names. I want to bring back deck names. Brian texted me last night and he said... I hope, like, something along the lines of, I hope every idiot at the Grand Prix is playing Mardu Flintstones. And I assumed he meant, like, they had ancient <laughs> deck technology. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, up to par or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I guess I also hope that every idiot has <laughs> not a very optimized deck. Go me! You know, like, I guess I was, but I guess he actually meant. I actually meant Mardu like Flintstones. Like a stone vehicle <laughs> that's walking around. Yeah. Like, and he didn't even have the technology of shoes, as I recall. Correct. Yeah, Correct. You've got to play that deck unsleeved. <laughs> well, Mardu Flintstones it is. So, this is Top 8 Magic. I'm Brian David Marshall. I'm Michael J. Flores. This is the longest-running but never-running podcast yeah. <laughs> in all the realms yeah. of Dominaria. There are, no, there are no ballistas walking in between episodes. <laughs> There's no room. There's no, yeah. No room. So... So, uh, are you still on Stink Bomb? So, Brian's calling this beloved deck Stink Bomb. I, I, I made look, this deck. Look, what's the bomb? The bomb is Marvel, right? Yeah. You want it to go off. You want it to explode. You want to kill your opponent. What's the stink? Noxious. Noxious Gear Hulk. Stink Bomb. All right, so I made this deck... Oh, by the way, do you feel comfortable talking about the deck on the podcast before the I'm going to make one of those pictures on Instagram and put it up. That's how fearless I am. Okay. That's what Jerry T would do, and then he, like, would go and top, like, you know, his whole team would go top eight a, uh, a Grand Prix. Jerry T is significantly better at magic than either of us. I'm just not, I'm just not afraid. I think that, okay. I think my yeah, deck I is good. So, I, I, I showed this deck to Brian last week. He loved it last week and then doesn't like it yesterday. Well, I've got, I've gone, like, it's, it's made, gone through many runs of small sample size theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, for the whole, for, oh, this is the best. Well, the first week I played it, it, it definitely, it definitely conjobbed me. Like, I hit on every Marvel. Yeah. That's what I, I always hit. I could have two Ulamogs in my hand, and I will fearlessly. Oh no no! If I, have two, if I two, have two Ulamogs in my hand, I'm 100 percent hit dead. Ulamog. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. If They're I have dead. Two yeah, absolutely. Uh, but uh, you're just saying that because of the rise of Teamer Dynavolt Tower, you're the a Teamer Tower worried. deck. Yeah, you is, think people are gonna play? I think this yeah, is one of yes. these decks that just floats up on a moto. And no, then you no, 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 no. It was 11th real. place at Grand Prix Utrecht last week or two weeks ago. Yeah. Um. Lots of people are playing it. Lots of people are talking about it. It was a huge deck at the RPTQs this weekend. I uh, mean, my understanding is that, like, the, whatever big tournament there was this past weekend, all eight decks in the top eight were Mardu vehicles. Wasn't the deck this weekend just... Uh, no, like, the, 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 uh, uh, I, there was, like, a, an Open in Canada or something. Oh, okay. And, they're like, all eight decks were Mardu vehicles. But it was also a Grand Prix in Utrecht that was won by... Flintstones. Mardu vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, oh, this past weekend. But, but no, no, two weekends ago. Yeah, I know about that one. Okay. 
But at Utrecht also, this Team Tower deck did well, and people have been, like, lots of people are talking about it. It was, like, seriously, like, if you take out... I've done a ton of leagues with this Stink Bomb deck. Yeah. I'm going to just keep saying that until you... I don't you like can the go idea of You can have Carrie Dan edit every out reference out of Stink Bomb. Carrie and, Dan, you're going to have to... And here, I'll give you the... Carrie, here's, here's what you do. Kyle, you dub in Green Black Marvel. <laughs> Every time I say stink bomb. What, one thing you could do is just take a recording of Brian saying stink bomb and then just copy that one. And then every time he says stink bomb, just overlay that recording <laughs> of stink bomb onto it. So, uh, so I've, I've played a ton. I've been keeping track, actually, of what I play every against every time. I used to do that. I used to track my rating, but when they still showed you I'm not rating. tracking. I don't care about rating. I just care about playing. And, like, I'm making some notes so I remember yeah. how to sideboard things. And, like, what I did might have been right or wrong. And do you I, don't like get to, I don't play in that many constructed events. So you I like really how that we had the sideboard lined up? I like the sideboard mm, I want to... I, 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 you like Tireless Tracker. I like Tireless Tracker a lot. I mean, enough that I almost want it in the main deck. No, I think it loses efficacy if it's in the main deck. They I mean, kill it. I, I don't know. Any, it. No one has cited out any removal against me ever, as far as I can tell. No one has ever cited. They see Noxious Gearhulks. They see Servant of the Conduits. It's funny. I they see the Ishkanas. Against. So do you think we should have two Noxious Gearhulks, two Ishkanas in the main deck? Do you think that could be better than four Noxious Gearhulks? I but, like the Ishkana a lot, and the Gearhulks are dead a lot of the time. But the Gearhulks are so much better so why, why against you, the Healy. Why, why don't you describe the deck? All right, so the deck is like... So I had this idea, right? Uh, well, it came from uh, our studio the last time we did the podcast, yeah. actually. So, so basically we're like, oh, there's these different green-black decks. Like, there's green-black uh, Delirium. There's just, like, green-black Eldrazi-ish, green-black... Energy, I'm like, what if you took the energy shell and then just sided in Marvel and then, like, you, you just had this card advantage engine against people in the mirror match? That seems gas to me. And I was just like, why am I wasting my time with all these other things that people could be doing? I could just, like, not play cards like Winding Constrictor that people really want to kill. Right. And then there are awesome cards being uh, Grasp of Darkness and fa um, Fatal, push. Fatal Push are going to be not that good against me. I mean, I guess you have elves for them to kill, but... Right, you have the servants of the con. But I mean, I almost feel like I'm happy to trade the elf for the removal spell because I just got the two energy, which is how really much, what I How wanted. much would you murder for a rampant growth instead of servants? Are you kidding? <laughs> I would I'd literally murder someone. I got. I don't have enough value in human life. If that's a question. <laughs> I think that we're all farm equipment. Yeah. So so it's like seven removal spells, four servant of the conduit, uh, four. Puzzle, green puzzle knot. I like that card a lot. Too it's really fast. good, right? This was the version that I was playtesting yeah. this week. Anyway, I know it's changed since then. I have, I don't have the updated list. One Ishkana, eight land search, four of which are traverse the Ulvenwald. Like, imagine they were land death. But instead of deathing a land, you would search for a land. Yeah, land life. Yeah, land life. It's land life. Land life. Yeah. Um, so eight of those, one Ishkana, four Noxious Gearhulk, four Ulamog, four Marvel. I think that's actually the list. Yeah. And then, and then you the, have, lands and are, the lands are like... Two Swamp, four uh, Evolving Wilds, four Black Green... Blossoming land, Marsh. And then four Aether Hub. Four Aether Hub, one... Um, Westvale Abbey. One Westvale Abbey, and yeah. And then the rest are forests. Like forest or something. Yeah. So, uh, things that I want to do to the deck... Since we play testing, is I really want to get Vessel of Nascency in there. I, I was testing some Vessel of Nascency last night. I thought it was all right. 
I like it because it, if you pop a vessel of nascency, you're very likely to have delirium. Yeah. Do you know Tan? Do you know Tan and Grace? Yeah. So Tannen played a version of this. I was talking to him last night. He played a version of this deck uh, on the Open series back when Emrakul was, yeah. you know, your, your Marvel uh, Marvel hit of choice. Yeah. And uh, I think he had he had some. He didn't have as many traverse. But he, had, he definitely had so vessels. The thing I like about the Traverse is, like, we can play a low land count with only two swamps, and we mm-hmm. always get our double black. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other thing I've been thinking about is, I mean, so so here's the thing. I've, I've played a lot with this deck, as I was saying, and I, I have a really good record against Mardu. So just to... Just I have to, a real... Just to be clear, as much as Brian is grousing, he 5-0'd a competitive league yesterday. Yeah. I did, I, I, and I won like something like nine matches in a row with it, like two on the back end and two on yeah, the front yeah, end I mean, of that five. You'll, you'll go on a streak, right? But you know, it's not. It's yeah, but here's here's what did not happen in those nine matches. You didn't play. I did not Teamer. play against a Teamer Tower deck that drew more than four lands. <laughs> so what's the solution? I wish there were a card that would empty somebody's energy reserve. I think that. <laughs> like, what if there was a card? Energy just, death. En- energy death. What if you just energy death someone? That would be gas. I mean, is it what's the thing that's beating you is just the torrential gear hulks, right? Well, it's not just the torrential gear hulks. I mean, they they just the the problem is they have a small number of counter spells, yeah, which is much larger than it seems because of torrential gear hulk. Sure. And you just don't have. I mean, against all these other decks, you just have the ability to just jam a marvel. Like game one, you're yeah, like, they can you're counter like, magic. You're like even yeah. if even if you know. Even if you're not there yet, you know, you can just jam it and you don't have to worry about negate or they have negate, they have disallow. Sometimes they have, what is, uh, you know, void shatter. They have, they just have a ton of stuff. So I get you. I used to play the blue red Dynavolt Tower deck last season. Yeah. The thing that I would just argue about this is I, I cannot imagine a worse deck in the current metagame that is worse against the card Gideon. Just atrocious against Gideon. I mean, it's good towers. against you. Yeah, great. Who cares? They have the tower towers. doesn't kill Gideon. You know that Gideon's basically indestructible, right? Like, it just smashes them. I mean, you can do damage to your opponent and redirect it to Gideon with tower. You I am aware. That, right? It do you? smells. Do you? It smells like poopy doop. All right, so here, here's my results. Oh, look at this. Look at how scientific he's become. I'm just going to just... Long-time top eight magic listeners. I'm looking at you, Alphabout. I'm looking at you, Reese. We have a rule that you can't look things up. What if it's things that you made yourself? <laughs> Can you look those up? Personally, right. I find this disgusting. I'm sorry. So, against Teamer Tower, I'm two and six. Okay. And I don't think that's updated with my last humiliating loss earlier today. All right. So it might be two So and you have seven. a bad matchup. Against four color. These are in copy- competitive leagues, right? All competitive league. Yeah. In, against four color copycat, two and five. Really? I thought copycat to be a rewarding matchup to play. I enjoyed playing it. What are you doing that's how uh, are you winning? I thought it was really easy to win. So I just did nothing and held up last gasp. Is that what's the name? What the heck's the name of not last gasp? Uh, grasp fatal of push darkness and fatal, fatal push. push or grasp for darkness. And, and then, then they you, can't yeah. go off. They don't have a counterspell on their main deck. And the thing is if they don't go off, then I then I just wait until I have my stuff. Like just spend two mana at a time, leave mana open, and then just kill them with the, with my with my Aetherworks. So I thought that too. I've and done all, it. And they all have negates main deck. <laughs> all right, well, I played against a lot of main deck negates. So I also played against a version of Teamer Tower yeah. that had negate main deck, release the Gremlins main deck, yes. and natural obsolescence main deck. People play that main deck. One of each of the last two. That's, that is known. <laughs> that is known Khaleesi. You can land your thing, you gotta land it good.
So you're saying that the you're saying that the the four color Sahili decks are playing negates main deck. I I've played against multiple that had main deck negates. All right, so I can tell you this. In my experience, I've won the vast the vast majority of matches I played against four color Sahili, and uh, I won almost all the sideboard games. I think our sideboard is amazing against them. Okay. Right. So. Where I think our sideboard suffers is actually against vehicles. The matchup is really good against vehicles. Yeah, I just side but, in the fourth grasp of darkness. I'm but not, that's not. But what they're siding in is they're siding into this like super mid range. Yeah, but I looked, at, I looked at the decks from the from the Moto Championship, Marcio Carvalho's deck, as well as the winner of Josh Utter beatings. Like they they just have yeah, like but those those were not necessarily up to date tacky lists. You don't think that the people who are like the randos playing Flintstones at the Grand Prix aren't going to copy Josh Utter beatings. So the dude is on a... Is he in the Hall of Fame yet? When he he's he's, he's, he's eligible for the Hall of okay, Fame He's this in year. this year, right? He's eligible yeah, this year. He's just making yeah. sure. Player of the year, five-time Pro Tour top eight competitor. He's yeah, on he's the top like, of the list. He's like, all right, I won two huge tournaments in a row. Uh, Got to gotta make was, sure I pad this resume for this summer. He was silver before he won those two huge <laughs> tournaments in a row. Yeah, well, he's going to be gold for yeah, a lifetime yeah. in about 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you got everyone's voting for him, right? If they don't, they don't deserve to vote. <laughs> okay. Pretty simple. Just a note to Helen. I will be voting for Josh under beatings. Just make sure that that's noted now. He's also some sort of dinosaur, I understand, from Toronto. <laughs> he combines many genres. Ky Kyle Lowry works on all his decks with him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Is that, uh, is that what he's doing now that he's injured? <laughs> So no, I, like I said, I, they were just sideboarding into these like big planeswalker. All right, so posts, like where I mean, and again, so there's been a couple cases where I've had wins and losses where I just had the wrong plan after boarding. So our our, our board, plan after boarding is to go almost like to become more of a creature deck. Well, it depends. I, I against vehicles, I usually just side in the fourth grasp or like sure. side in some Ishkanas but if and they, then just... But if, but if they bring it on, they But a lot of times, so after boarding, they don't have as many creatures and they actually just play like four different Planeswalkers. Yeah, but you only you have also to tap a Marvel it. one time and they lose sure. the game. Sure, Yes, but it's always not always that simple. So here's the other thing. I was thinking about maybe we add one or two Nisses renewals to our sideboard. That's why I was asking about the Ishkanas. Like how good are they are? Because... If you just cast a Nissa's Renewal, first of all, that's great against them. It's a bunch of free yeah, life. Ishkana is also great against them, though. But the difference is, all those times that you have a Rotting Giant in your hand, <laughs> you could just, you know, cast it the next turn. Because that's 6 to 9 to 10, as long as you have a land in your hand. Yeah. And they'd be boned if you do that. Sure. Like, you just Sure, I, I've definitely wanted that card. Yeah. But like I said, if I have two Ulamogs in play... In my hand, yeah. I'm 100% to hit Ulamog off of Marvel. So well, yeah, but what, the real problem is if you don't have yeah. the, the yeah. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. And I also think that we're not erratic. We're very erratic about having about having Delirium in this in this version. When I made the green white I, so, one, it's so very after, consistently. After sideboard, delirium. I cut Traverse a lot of times. Yeah. Like especially if I'm going to the creature plan, which seems like maybe that seems weird. But but you because you're cutting a lot of artifacts, you you have a you go to you actually go down to and sometimes four card types. Only in your deck. Yeah, but the thing I find to be dangerous, I guess you still have 26 primary mana sources. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going that direction, you don't need your energy as much. Right. Isn't Traverse better than than the other one then? Uh, that's quite possible. 
So, yeah. In fact, you don't need your energy for anything other than keeping your ether hubs and servants online. So the sideboard that this sideboard or for I've like been, one you know, for one Marvel. Sometimes you have the fun of after sideboarding. The, these are this. This is the sideboard I've been playing. But I like never sideboard any cards unless I'm playing against specifically against the decks where I'm going to bring in like eleven cards. Yeah. Unless I'm playing against one of those decks, then I I usually only sideboard like between one and three cards. So I really feel like our deck has a really strong fundamental matchup against a lot of the decks in the field. So the sideboard that I was playing is four Distended Mindbender. I, when I told Brian G that, he was like, that's almost certainly unplayable, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, the Mindbenders have not been great. I like them a they, lot. I haven't liked them out of so, the board very much. Two Gontis, but I like the Gontis have been overperforming. I like the Gontis a lot. So um, four Tireless Tracker, yep. two Gontis, four Distended Mindbenders, two Transgress the Mind, and then the, uh, the fourth grasp of darkness right. that's the whole side i want more transgress i want a third transgress do you would you rather have that than distended mind bender yes you know the my playing all these descended mind benders is at least in part inspired by your uh by the last podcast we did yeah, yeah. talking about that guy and him playing his chris, un, un, chris patello yeah unplayable seven casting cost <laughs> i mean the, the problem is you you don't have even even after sideboarding in a bunch of creatures, you don't have a bunch of creatures in this deck. Yeah, but the, the strategy is, if you're playing against Sahili Rydex, it just alters the algorithm with which you use your Marvel. So it's like, do you use your Marvel when they're going off? Do you use your Marvel, you know, in which state of the game? And if they have no pieces, then you use it during their their draw sure. step to take both pieces. Yeah. So the big, I mean, the big problem, I guess, and I guess maybe this is the argument against Transgress, the big argument I've been having is even with those decks, even if they don't have those negates main deck, they have those negates post sideboard, and it's really hard to beat. To, if you stick with the Marvel plan, yeah. it's really difficult to beat them through a negate. Almost impossible, because you don't have any way to interact with that. I've had to like Gonti their negate to negate their negate. Yeah, that ha- that's that, that's what I think. That's not a not a not an enactable plan consistently. Yeah, but half the time you're just like you just go. <laughs> You go second turn, Servant of the Conduit, third turn, tap the Servant of the Conduit, uh, Tireless Tracker, Evolving Wilds, use it, two clues. Like, they're like, oh man, that stinks. You're like, in for three, play a land, three clues, Distended Mindbender, right? Off the. That, that has never happened for me. I, I understand that. Like, three clues in play. I understand, how no it's hand. A, I understand how it's supposed to happen. I'm like, telling you that. I mean, I had that draw last night. I'm just telling up you. Up to and ne- including the, the Evolving Wilds. Just telling you it's never happened for me. I hate using my energy on anything but activating a marble. Like, if I had to tap for mana using the energy... Have you ever had, like, first turn Aether Hub and then you use it to cast the... The tune with Aether? Yeah. Yeah. All and then time. you have to get a stupid forest. Yeah, well, I, was, I almost always get swamp. Oh, no, in Not that in case, this situation. Oh, in that situation, you have to get forest. Yeah, it's Absolutely. terrible. I mean, still win, but it's yeah. just... You feel terrible. So, so, I wish I was so make the case for playing this deck and not playing Teamer Tower, which seems like... Really seems like... The it girl right now. You think the second Teamer Tower are like in a similar space, and then we're just well, a week no, behind. no, no. I think this no, no. Deck, we're like a week behind. I think this deck is um, Molly Ringwald in sixteen candles. Yeah. I think it's a misfit loner. Okay. Hoping someone asks it to the prom. Uh, and uh, Teamer Tower is, you know, all of the blonde girls she hates. All right. So, what's yeah. good against Teamer Tower? Gideon. Uh, you say Gideon. I, I don't. Unbeatable. Not I mean, unbeatable. Gideon, Gideon, it's Gideon, awfully yeah. hard to beat. If it yeah. sticks. The problem is the the decks that have Gideon can often go like pressure, pressure, pressure. Even so like, here so here's the thing. Let me go back up for one second. Yeah. We were talking about sideboard, and I want Ruinous Path in the sideboard. 
For I want what? for planes. I want some way to interact with a goddamn planeswalker on the goddamn board after siding, because almost every deck seems to just pump the brakes. How many are you gonna play? Three. That's insane to me. Like I don't even think that card is good. <sighs> I. You you understand what do you. <laughs> Do you understand how hard it is for this deck to deal with, like, the Mardu Vehicles deck that's just like, hmm, guess what? All right, I'll play a Thraben Inspector. They never give you any other target to kill with your uh, Fatal Push except for maybe the occasional Knight Ally token. No way. When they stick... That's... So they're doing nothing. Why don't I just destroy them then? Like, the... Because they're also my plan because they're is also so much better than their plan B. Except that they're also transgressing you no, they're and taking not. your they're yes, not, they are. That's mean. They, they would like that is mean. They're transgressing you and taking your marvel and disrupting you. They have fragmentized. I'm not going to expose my marvel. I'm not some ninja. <laughs> they have Merle, uh, Merle. I don't know what Merlin the Gremlins is. <laughs> Release the Gremlins. <laughs> I think Merlin is Gremlin spelled backwards, right? I don't. Is it? No, <laughs> not even close. Well, right. kind of close. This is what I think. My plan A is sweet. Uh, you want to like negate them or something? I kind of want to kill the live fasts. I like them. I, yes, I understand. I like that. I, I want to kill the live fast. I understand, and I'm going to replace it with Glimmer of Genius. In the main? Yes. Okay, I have a better idea if you're going to do that stupid idea. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just play... But also blue, have more of them. <laughs> the blue-green one guy that's three that draws a card. Sure, Rogue Refiner. Why don't we just play green-blue? Okay. Same deck. How many towers are we putting in this deck? And then where's our red source coming from? And <laughs> Well, no, I mean, but is there blue cards that are good? That, there's no blue cards that are replacements for the black cards we have. Uh, Glimmer of Genius replaces Live Fast. Uh, well, no, I mean the black cards that we really are playing the deck for. Right? Which are which are the point removal cards, yeah, the point right? Removal. No, which is why you end up red, and you end up because you end up having harness lightning and just a million other spot red removal spells. I think that's so much less effective against the Heli Ride decks. <laughs> I guess Shock is good against the Heli Ride. What's decks. that? Shock. What if we just built a team or tower, but we just played Marvel instead of tower instead of instead of tower. And Ulamog them. And Ulamog them. And we could Glimmer of Genius those stupid Ulamogs in the bottom of our deck. I wish you had this idea a few days ago before I bought all the cards. <laughs> I'm like, I'm configuring my... I built my deck physically right. yesterday. So, Mike, have bad things happened in your life ever? Yeah, constantly. Constantly? Has anything ever happened to you that's worse than this? This is the worst thing that's ever happened in my entire life. So I was playing. I've like known things that have happened to you. I'm sure it had nothing to do with playing a game of Moto. I played. Wow. Well, and if I called it Moto, I'd get in worse trouble. Okay. Midgo. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, playing yeah. against a teamer deck. And yeah. the gate is down. It's game one. Yeah. Taps out on his or her turn. Yeah. On their and turn. I'm able like to. Like the Lord of Luxury. <laughs> and I'm able to untap and stick. Aetherwork Marvel. I don't have six energy. I have five. Yeah. But, like, I have things in my hand. I have a live fast. Sure, have, sure. But I can just, on four, just stick it against a deck that... Ostensibly is done. Uh, yeah. Confiscation coup. Well, they have the main deck in that, in the <laughs> tower deck, right? Yeah. Well, it was the first time I've seen anyone... I'd seen anyone do it. And it, the version I saw today had two in the main deck. Yeah, yeah. It was disgusting. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Sorry, Grandma. Up in heaven. 
that I don't believe in. I mean, I, don't, my, I believe in my grandmother not having, but you know. Worst thing that ever happened to me, possibly after my grandmother dying. So, and then what did he do with your marble? Just I just conceded. I didn't want to play anymore. You could have just cast the other Marvel in your No, I was, it was like a mulligan to five game also. It was like a pretty bad game. Look, man, some of that stuff's bad times. I won that match, actually, yeah. but that was fine. Oh, yeah, this sounds really horrible. <laughs> I mean, I think we should, I think... <laughs> I won just tireless tracker beat down. Yeah, I think I can blow your mind on something. What if we just played four transgress and we had some between two I would and, love. I would love more. And between, the, the problem is transgress doesn't hit negate. Here's the thing. Yeah. It does hit the thing they're covering with negate, though. All I care about with negate is them negating my marvel. But what if you had like a more diverse battle plan than that? Like, I'm gonna beat them with this stupid three-two that costs three, that, that, that they're a little clunky to beat, that draws three cards a turn. What three? Tireless tracker. Oh, yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, that guy's gas. Yeah, that card, that card is terrific. I'm just telling you, I, I, I negate is, look, We'll do a podcast on Saturday at, at the Grand Prix. You'll come and check in with me around round five. Where are you staying? Are you staying at your house? I'm going to stay at my house. Do you want to stay at my house? Is it easy to get to from your house? I'm, we'll just take an Uber there. Is that easy? How far is that? I don't know. It's like 15 bucks. That sounds like better. And by an Uber, I mean a, a Lyft <laughs> or some other politically Le- less correct, controversial. less controversial because so, I've clearly deleted Uber. I haven't deleted Uber. Wait, okay. We could go down this stupid pit here. There's no reason to delete Uber. The reason that people say doesn't even make any sense. I mean, Uber seems like a pretty awful company. I, look, they, man, seem, they seem pretty awful. The problem is I have regular drivers that I have are in my neighborhood. Yeah? And they all seem like really Your decent. gypsy cab guys are just Uber guys now. Yes. They used to be gypsy cab guys. Yes. Now they're gypsy cab and Uber and Lyft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know the feeling. So, but the thing is, like, what does that mean, a, a horrible company? Like, the march of progress makes old jobs go away. There's going to be a... Luckily, you're in the entertainment no, I, business, I, I, okay? You I'm write just talking things. about... I'm talking about the pattern of sexual harassment. I'm talking oh, about... Oh, well... You know... Uh, talking about things that uh, I, I, I political disagreements I, I never, have with the CEO of I Uber. would never in a million years try to defend any of the, that crap. I would just point out yeah. that anything you're going to say about I've, Uber is probably twice as true about the WWE, and it doesn't make me love The Rock any less. Uh, uh, I, my, <laughs> my cousin dated Vince McMahon's son, so I don't really... Shane O'Mac? I guess so. I don't know. I don't remember. They went to college together. They dated. Yeah. Did he like jump off the top? He's like, even though he's like Vince McMahon's son and ostensibly like a prince billionaire, he's like in pay-per-views jumping off of like rooftops. He's famous for hurling himself across yeah. the ring. Yeah, they seemed pretty awful and I never got into them. <laughs> well, first of all, I mean, I, it's, it's weird. I hadn't really watched wrestling in a long time, but my son, his son is, he, he likes John Cena. Yeah. Know? John Cena, who seems like an amazing human being. Sure. You know? Uh, Possible vice presidential running mate for Mark Zuckerberg and or Oprah Winfrey in I actually, I actually just thought that John Cena would be the president himself. I don't know why he's being anybody's running mate. The thing about it, it you would have uh, him you would have him play second banana to Oprah Winfrey or Mark Zuckerberg. I think that the idea that a professional wrestler might be a heartbeat away from the president of the United States is only as ridiculous as our current situation. <laughs> 
I don't think I don't want to think we, we even though we're in Canada right now. Yeah. I don't think we should talk about this. Okay. I think that this is not the I mean, not anyone the right. who follows me on Facebook and or Twitter is you know, pretty well aware of my political I've, leanings at this I've point. I've known Brian for 20 years, something at least, like this. Yeah. And Brian has never been political in, in my I don't know if you've been political but I've been always political. been pretty like my my politics have not changed. But not vocal. No, I've been right? pretty quiet. But now you're Certainly the last eight years, I've been pretty happy. <laughs> now it's just, it's different, you know. Or people like Landy Ho also, he's like never said a political word in my vicinity before. Now, you know, people are like so, you know, different, woken up, yeah. oh, I guess. Oh, and I need, on behalf of Land, I need, I need to ask a question of our listeners. Yeah. And so they can tweet at me at, at Top 8 Games. I have to make cookies. I'm making cookies for the GP this weekend. Yeah. I always bring cookies for, for a local GP when I can. Ran is uh, non-dairy. Yeah. Candy dairy. So I need a good cookie recipe that's non-dairy. Or, or, or a good, like, replacement. Like a good, like, one-for-one replacement for the, you know, two sticks of butter that are in most of my cookie recipes. Can't you just replace it with coconut oil? That's what I've been thinking about, but I want to get, like, some practical... So that's that's my default. I'm gonna start at co- coconut, coconut oil. oil. Is I mean I can just tell you coconut. And then what's the other one that? Uh, you know it's coconut oil because the the other option is dairy, right? But it's a coconut oil is so. It's, it's coconut oil or lie and say it's not butter. Those are your two options, right? I mean it depends. Do you want Land to fill those fashion sweatpants in a different way than he is right now? Oh my God! So I had lunch today. Yeah. With Worth Wolpert and uh, Tony Sai. And uh, I just want to ask you, yeah, what comes to mind? What's the first? I'm gonna we're gonna play like a little word association okay. game. I'm gonna say a phrase, yeah, and then you have to say the phrase I'm thinking about. There's only one acceptable answer. Okay. Octopus ink. <laughs> no comment. I know what you're talking about. You're supposed to say werewolf. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, that was a different trip. <laughs> no, they're the same trip. Tony Sai confirmed. I talked to him about this particular. He confirmed. Today. You're both wrong. It was a different trip. Fine. Paul was driving on the Octopus Inc. one. Paul was driving? Yes. He claimed it was Justin Paul no, driving. No, it was Paul. All right. I'll ask Paul to this weekend. <laughs> Paul is all, also has clearance to play. Yeah. Do we really have to work on deck between now? I was just going to play this deck. I put it together physically. I like it, too. But I, I hate the feeling of being, like, a week or two off. Like, I feel like if this were two weeks ago, then I would have just been so comfortable. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I think I think something needs to change. I mean, I'll play it regardless. I don't really care if I go 0-3 and drop and go play side drafts. I think it's a great deck, though. I think it's one of these things where if you're at the right... If you're playing against all green-black regular listen, and, listen, and Mardu vehicles... Green, if you're going to play all green-black Mardu vehicles and, like, the guy I played online who was playing, like, Abzan Snake Charmer... I'm not talking about made-up decks. I'm talking, like, the two I mean, important, legitimate decks people play, which is, like, Black Green and Ob- and Valia's Lieutenant and Winding Constrictor in the same deck. It was kind of cool. Why would you do that? I don't know. That seems like a lot of stretch. <laughs> For, like, no payoff. I mean, I, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any answer. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool. Is there a creature that destroys artifacts when it comes into play? Like a Viridian Shaman type creature? Is there in standard? I don't think so. I really don't think there is, because we would be, it would have seen play by now, right? Yeah, I'm just thinking, I don't know. What do you want to destroy? 
Just a tower. Oh yeah, I would love I would love something anything that destroyed a tower. I I don't even care. The thing is, I don't care about the tower at all. Like it's I honestly just, don't care about the tower. The only card the I care about is the negate. And the so I want to have access to dispel or negate or something similar after sideboarding. What about just that guy that costs one that you can sacrifice to make it so that your cards can't be countered this turn? Which guy is that? He's That's, like it's an artifact guy. Yeah, it's like Xan. I mean, that guy just seems like he just. That deck has no trouble killing a guy. Yeah, it's like Zanted has... Stains or something. <laughs> yeah. Does he have to deal damage to them? I think he might. Yeah, I know. Zan- no no Zanted Stains? No, that guy is... That guy there's is just no good. regular duress, right? No, there's a Harsh Scrutiny, which is creatures. There's creatures. There's That's transgress- gas, though. There's Transgress, which is three or bigger, which is fine. No negate, though. But doesn't get negate. Yeah. So I want, I want access to... You can bend their mind. You think it's too hard to cast? It, it is for in my experience. It's been pretty hard to guess. I mean, maybe maybe we can work on a better, like sideboard script. That where it's going to lead to that, and and maybe it would be some combination of both of those things. Is there a dude who can't be countered? Is there a dude who can't be countered? Uh, I don't know why. Well, everything I want to do, someone would just counter it, right? Yeah, but what if you just dispel their counter? Like, doesn't that seem great? But then I want to play blue cards. Like, mad yes. blue cards. No, you don't have to play mad blue cards. It's very easy. The 3-2 guy seems better than half our cards if we're playing blue. Okay, like, like, so, like, you're in two different worlds, Brian. In one of the worlds, we're not blue. Okay, like, okay, we're not blue. But in the world that we're blue, we're like, hey, tell you what, why don't we just run around in a car with, we, you know, we got to run to run the car, yeah. but no shoes. Okay. Like, oh, see, now, now you're entering a world where we could torrential gearhulk off of our Marvel and yeah, like this is just a crazy world, man. <laughs> I thought about this. I was just like, what if we just played? There's like a boomerang for you, right? That oh, you yeah, also scry. Yeah. Is the death the creature select has to be for tapped? Ins- select for inspection. Yeah. So you can't you can't beat a Felidar Guardian very well that way, though, right? No. <clears throat> No, you know, you, you still need, you still need to, like, you don't even need to have the transgress. Sometimes you can just hold the transgress. I mean, not the transgress, the grasp. Sometimes you can just fake the grasp. I've time-walked that deck. Like, I know they have both pieces in hand because they're oathing, you know, oath of Nyssa. And, like, I know they haven't. I'm just like, okay, just pass with black, black up, and they just don't go for it. So, but what if we just took the two, the black cards, the two main black cards, and then just played negate and uh, horribly awry in those spots? Horribly awry counters everything you care about countering, okay? Oh, so we're not gonna have any black removal? Yeah. So we're just gonna be blue-green Marvel? Yeah, and then- So we have no noxious gear hulks? No, we'll just change it to like- Torrential gear hulks or Ishkanaz no. or- We'll have to have like, well, we need to have a new hitter. I mean, Ishkanaz maybe is our, we just play more Ishkanaz for our hitters. Good Elder Deep Fiend too. No. It's too inconsistent and it's not powerful enough. Like, you need your hitter to win the game. Like, we're not so rich that we could just keep, you know, oh my god, we can play Anticipate? <laughs> you mean I don't have to draw the stupid Ulamog? <laughs> I'm telling you, drawing two Ulamogs is good. I mean, I don't know, I'll work on this version tonight, I guess. This actually sounds different. I don't it know is it's- different. It's the, the fact that you don't have the, the problem. Is, the problem is, I think your Mardu vehicles matchup goes to freaking hell. Yeah, I mean, so we have a great Mardu vehicles matchup. Right now, I'm just killing winding constrictors for one mana and having all the time in the world to crush them with my, with my Marvel. That's my whole plan. Yeah, actually, the best the best card against Mardu vehicles is actually just 
the puzzle knot. Because you gain life. <laughs> they just turn around. They just turn around and like, all right, I killed two guys. Oh, by the way, I'm at 32. <laughs> do you ever do? The, do you ever run the thing where you're like, sacrifice the puzzle knot now? Use my Marvel reveal, reveal uh, fatal push. Do you ever do that? Oh yeah, yeah. You got to remember. You, you got to do your there's timing correctly. There's actually a lot of sequencing stuff with the deck that you need to be really careful of. One of the reasons I liked the deck was that I felt like, like there's, there's at least like to be fair in all of my like lost column stuff. Yeah. There's there's something at least done. four or five where I learned something. Where I was like, oh, that could have easily been a win if this one. The reason play had gone that I like the deck when I was testing, I was playing it a lot. It was like two weeks ago, and then I haven't played a lot in the last week or so. Is that I felt like I was getting better the more that I played. I did. And too. I was win. I was already winning almost all my matches, but then I was just like, oh, I was winning part because my opponent doesn't know what to do. I was winning in part because like they, you know, they were confused. I was winning because they stumbled on mana, right? Then I was just like, oh man, my opponent's in an, an insane position. I won anyway. I won a match where my opponent got metallurgic summons in game one, <laughs> and he's just he has like everything. He has like the nuts, and I'm just like, and I realized it's so, like I looked at his cards in hand, and I'm like. I'm gonna win this game. He thinks I can't win this game. I'm gonna win this I've, game. I've won some pretty outrageous <coughs> games. And like, all I did was use my mana so that he couldn't ever use the metallurgic summons to rebuy all of his instants, right? And I just, I'm like, I bet he has a handful of counter spells. I'm just not gonna cast anything. So he can't, <laughs> so he can't get off on the thing. And he would do some stuff and then I would just use my fatal push or whatever to kill right. it. Cause his casting costs zero. It manages his artifacts. And then I was just like, all right, hard cast Ulamog. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, huh? Like, kill that and that, right? And I, I, I mean, the, the thing about Ulamog, again, also in those Team of Tower decks, yeah. is it's not quite as good against them as it is against the other decks. Because they can steal it? Well, no, because they can... Uh, because they can uh, counter the ability. They can counter either end of it that they don't want to resolve with Disallow. I agree, but I would still like myself in a position to try to get them. I understand. I'm just saying, like... You put a lot of work in yeah. to get to the point where this is just, I'm just saying the problem with that deck is you get to a point where you're like, okay, I've done all this work and now I'm going to like activate my Marvel and they're like disallow the Marvel activation or they're going to disallow the Ulamog. I'm just saying as, as a Dynavolt. Like you don't always hit the turn where they're tapped out. As a Dynavolt Tower player, I have for sure like represented a position of strength and my opponent who was a donkey was just like, run out of fourth turn Marvel. And I'd be like... <laughs> Yup. <laughs> I mean, like I, it happens, dude. I still donkey out the fourth turn Marvel a lot of the time. Right. So no, but you have to donkey it out, and it lands. And they're like, "Oh, sweet, you're dead, moron." <laughs> you know. And then like the next turn, they're like cathartic reunion or whatever, and then they're like, "Oh, I have my counter spell now. <laughs> Way to go." They're like just countering the Ulamog, <laughs> losing two permits. <laughs> this is just not gonna go your way. Um, but yeah, I think. I think uh, I like at least one vessel. I, I was playing with two vessels last night, uh, cutting. You have an Ishkanat in the spot. I've been playing a walking ballista. What? Ugh. What's the ballista for? Just for Sahili decks? Yeah, it's good against Sahili decks. Uh, also, you could you could just use I'm just it. I'm impressed by it against Sahili. You could Sahili. just use it as a. But I remember. I think I have a good matchup already. Yeah. Uh, you could just use it as like a zero casting gust catalyst to set up either uh, putting. You have to share your screen. I want. I want to watch you play some Sahili matches. So just to put the to put a counter on the Marvel, like I just did it to like well, put I'll it. We'll play Sahili. We'll play tonight. Put just put a permanent in the graveyard to put a counter on the Marvel, or you could just put it in the graveyard to give yourself uh, two creature two types creature yeah, and yeah, artifact yeah, yeah, so yeah. that you turn on. 
um, traverse the Uvenwald. But the thing is, the traverses get way less exciting if we can no longer go for the Ishkana uh, Westvale Abbey combo. I feel like I feel morally obligated to play that because I think I'm going to beat someone with Profane Prince at the Grand Prix. <laughs> I've never actually. Oh, I've I've actually Profane Prince a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and like sometimes the hard way. Oh, you just like <laughs> you <laughs> earn it. Yeah, I just like make like uh, I paid five life for this guy. I'm getting it back. Yeah, I feel like one of the things that I like about the deck is that it has so many dimensions. Like, can you imagine being attacking someone with a Profane Prince and an Uvalmog at the same time? No. <laughs> Why, because they would be dead to one or the other? Yeah. Profane Prince is so, it's so unbeatable. No one plays it anymore. Yeah. It was like all the rage, you know, a I year mean, ago. Uh, again, a lot of those tower decks are playing Brutal Expulsion, so. So it would just replay your land? It's not that big a deal. Eh, it's kind of a big deal. I mean, although you probably got a bunch of triggers on your Marvel. Yeah, like, that, but I'm just, I'm just telling you that that deck is, is very difficult to deal with where I believe all you. of your instants are removal spells and all of your threats are sorcery spells or speed. I you, mean, don't, you don't have any way to pick a fight at the end of their turn so the, over anything. The thing that I liked about the deck going into the Grand Prix, which obviously the metagame has moved a little bit, was I thought I would have all good matchups. If everyone was playing Black Green and Mardu, so you I play, thought... You play nine rounds. You play nine rounds yeah. on, on Saturday. Yep. How many team or tower decks would you expect to face? No more than three. Okay. I, I, would, expect a, I would expect like three and a half, like three or four. At this point. You think it's more pop that that puts it on a population I'm just more you, popular than Black Green it is, or Mario. I, I've played it way more than any other two archetypes combined on MitGo in the past three days. So I would just I would make a small argument, which is that the threshold of playing it on MitGo to test it out in a league you is could low. Say, oh no, I was just kidding. Okay. But I don't think that people do that as in larger proportion in real life going into a big tournament. That's what I think. I might be wrong. Okay. I mean, I've talked to multiple people just like, you know, talking about the event. And they're just like, oh, yeah, playing Team or Tower. So, I don't know. I feel, it feels like it's just kind of like, like I said, it's the It Girl. I mean, Molly Ringwald All is... Right. New deck. <laughs> at home. Thraben Inspector. Fake Mana Leak. I need a two drop. Uh, Selfless Spirit. Rattle Chains. Uh, Dimensional Infiltrator. Uh, You're just audibling? Can I borrow your green black deck? <laughs> uh, Spell Queller, Gideon, and Archangel Avacyn. Done. I've la oh man, I've grasped with darkness so many Archangel Avacyns this so week. How do I beat? By the way, the, how do I the beat Mardu vehicle decks are bringing that in too. Yeah, it's no big deal. Mm, it's a big deal if you're not like, the first time it happens. It's a big deal. Yeah. You, you just got to know it's in the range. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, so. I mean, the deck that I just described, right? It's basically no Reflector Mage, no Smuggler's Copter. This deck can't really activate a Heart of Kirin very well. Right. Oh, we could play Thalia. We have no ground creatures the way I said it, other than Thraben Inspector. That's good. How can we make this deck competitive against smarter vehicles? I think this is, I'm dubious that I can beat, <laughs> that I could beat Black Green. <laughs> I think I would destroy Teamer Tower though. Man, I played, so remember I was talking about that <laughs> Obzon Snake Charmer deck? Yeah. You lost? No, 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 I won, I won, I won. But in game one. Yeah, you lost. I ended up, no, I had, so it's hard for me to have clues in game one. 
right? Oh. I don't, I don't have tireless tracker. Yeah, so what I, was your source of clues? The three declaration of stones. Oh, this guy the was a, he's stones, a time he played, traveler. He played on three of my Ulamogs. Really? Yeah. Did he come out of a... Like, by the end of the game, I was just hard casting Ulamogs. He's like on two lands. He's like, it's like out of a Monty Python sketch. He's like, I'm not dead yet. All right. New deck. New deck. <laughs> Uh, Grip of Desolation. <laughs> like 58 other cards, though. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did this, you have Grip in the sideboard of this deck for a little while? Yeah, I took it out. Yeah. It's just, I just didn't need it. Yeah. Right? Like, because I didn't think this deck was bad against Gideon. I always play that card because I'm terrified of Gideon. I, I, I think Gideon is the most dumb card. It's so powerful. Gideon, Gideon is a very difficult card to beat. Uh, if especially if you don't if you have any kind of slow draw like 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 the thing is you can beat a Gideon with this deck if you like fatal push their exemplar on turn one which is like the best feeling but if they if they get any kind of like momentum to set up you just even I, I've had them win through an Ulamog really yeah not me people just pack when I, when I no. tap my marble no. even if I'm just clearly you're Gearhulk. playing in the friendly leagues. If you just like land a gear hulk, it's gas. No, I mean I've I've they the the deck is pretty resilient. You like land I mean I generally win. You land a gear hulk, kill their heart of cure, then attack their Gideon. He has menace. <laughs> they yeah. can't block it. Yeah, yeah. You kill their Gideon and you're like, alright, I'm up X life. They kill your gear hulk and you're like, okay. <laughs> so it was alright, you know? Oh, that you lose three life when they do that. Hundred <laughs> percent of the, the only thing that's bad about this deck is if you lose a creature, you are for sure losing three life <laughs> every time. Yeah. So, what? Uh... So, I mean, are there cards that are just great against Seamer Tower? Like, I, I mean, one for one exchanges are obviously garbage. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think your deck is great against Seamer Tower if you can stick to your threat, and I think that dispel or negate are, are what you want to do that. And I think, I think with with some access to blue. It doesn't even have to be main deck. Like, I think you could just not even have blue main deck. You could just have mat blue mana main deck, like sideboard an extra island out of the board with your with your counterspell package. It's not hard to do. You have the ether hubs. You know, you can throw two botanical sanctums in and two islands, you know, one island and a sideboard an island, and you have plenty of I don't think sources. I want to play botanical, but I do think island, but you think just four, four dispels. I would bring in four dispels every single time against them and be very happy. All right, so we just go four dispels, and then I think within I don't want to play. Well, see, is dispel dispel isn't that good against Sahili decks? I want to have cards that are good against Sahili decks. So then you go negate spell or negate instead of dispel or some mix. Negate is great. Negate's great. I mean, you just negate their Sahili. They're, they're, they're never going to see it coming. They're be like, turn three. Like, they always just roll out to turn three Sahili on the play. If I have an island in play that you I got You don't have to have an island in play. You can have a freaking ether hub in play. You we can both it. know I'm getting an island on turn one. <laughs> Maybe. Counter your Sahili. All right, I'm dead. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you can disguise it. I mean, it's possible that you could do it even with... I like two negates and two... I think dispel is really good. So two yeah. negates, two dispels. What about ceremonious rejection? Not good. What what's the I, I'm trying I don't remember right now. What's the counters a colorless? Counters a color. I want to counter torrential gear hulk, and neither of the cards that we've said have countered torrential gear hulk. I think torrential gear hulk is literally the most dangerous of all those cards. I, I don't I honestly don't give a shit about torrential gear hulk if I can fight their counter and you magic. Just land the marvel. If I can just land the marvel, I don't care. All right. 
Like, All right. If I can land the Marvel, I, I don't care. So if we're going to go this direction, I think we should definitely have Nissa's Renewal because we can go Nissa's Renewal in the gate. And then, <laughs> or Nissa's Renewal Dispel can never lose. Literally. Cast Nissa's Renewal Dispel. All right. You're, I'm dead. <laughs> How could I beat you? What does Nissa's Renewal cost? Six. It's, it is six. Is there, is there, there's no cheaper version of that anymore? They don't even let you have... Like, we could play, like, Ruin in their wake. That's the cheap... The super inconsistent card. Oh, yeah, no. There's the forecasting cost artifact that taps for two colorless, or you can sack to draw two cards. Ooh. I think yeah, they'll, I, just that card's not, that. they'll just negate that. They'll just negate that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games where I'm just like, all right, I'm on nine. Come on. Well, what about... Too late to think about. It. I think you might be right. I think dispels, negates, maybe just dispels. I really want the negates for Sahil. We're not playing. We're not playing transgress anymore. We can't have. There's not room for all of these sure. cards. Sure. I'm just telling you that transgress has been poop. All right. <laughs> Dante has been great. Dante has been great. Transgress has been I, poop. What if we did this and then just sided glimmer of genius too? I love glimmer. Actually, I, I would like. I would I, just totally side in glimmer of genius as a grinding card. Sure. I mean, I could also see just. Replacing the glimmers, the live fast with glimmers main, main deck. deck. Yeah, if you're should, well, at that point, we're ready to play an island. Okay, but it's right. fine. All right, I have to sketch this back out then. We have plenty of search. Salt no stink bomb. Salt stink bomb. But I mean, I feel really. We have to have the. Is it? Do we just not play the three-two guy? That seems horrible to me. Not play the three-two guy. Would you rather call it stinky pot or stink bomb? Okay, we're cutting the Ishkina for sure. <laughs> you know. What I mean? I think that the Westvale Abyss just becomes an island. Or, sure. All right. Yeah, so we're... Iskina, just... island, that's room for three glimmers. We'll play fourth glimmer on the side. Or... Sure. It's going to screw up all of our routines with... And then we play botanicals. We can't cut the basics. Right. We're just adding an island. We're just adding a basic. Right. Because not having botanical sanctum seems weird. It does seem a little play weird. Play one. Yeah. Uh, that's how many I own. That's why I'm determining <laughs> that's the correct number. <laughs> I didn't buy you any more. Play, if you play more, let me know, because I'm just going to borrow the deck from somebody. <laughs> I might go to John's house and rummage for cards. Ooh, or maybe you'll do it at Movie Club. This is a this is a pretty impromptu strategy here. Let me think. Just I mean, not disrupt the deck too much. Just splash for, splash for. Glimmer's so much better than Live Fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, these cards are not comparable. <laughs> It's an instant. Like, like, I have no problem even tapping my Aether Hub for it. Right. Because yeah. I, it pays me right back. Right. Yeah. It, it's... It, I mean, it just lets you play a game where you, you actually get to just do stuff at the end of their turn and make them... React and then react. untap and then yeah. land your Marvel with a dis Dispel open? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I want to do, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, just dig... Oh my, I would feel so, if we had four negates, like, we couldn't even lose, right? Like, <laughs> their answers are horrible. Is this better than my strategy with four distant pine benders? I think so. All right. Uh, this is 50 minutes and 10 seconds. Let's talk about TV. I, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Too much magic? Too much magic. All right. TV. I saw, I watched some Riverdale. And? Number one. There's no way a kid gets that ripped doing <laughs> Construction for three months. He's just like, oh no, I just did construction. That dude's. There's no way he has like, like Chris Evans wishes he had this kid's body, right? Like maybe he went to the Super Soldier program. I don't know. 
Maybe that's a plot twist. Okay, the Archie Andrews I grew up reading about <laughs> did not look like he could take Thor over one knee. The Archie Andrews you grew up reading did not sleep with Mrs. Grundy either. He probably could have and probably didn't want to because the Mrs. Grundy that I grew up looking at didn't look like Judy Greer. <laughs> I love Judy Greer. Yeah. So did you did you like Riverdale? I've only seen like one. I fell asleep in the second because I was watching another one, but I yeah. was watching it really late, so I yeah. fell asleep. I'm going to watch the whole season. <laughs> I told Catherine to watch it. She's like, is it as good as Gossip Girl? I'm like, probably better. She's like, now I know you're lying. I'm like, but it's about Archie. <laughs> The CW, they really just go to one well, right? They're like, oh, comic. We're, we're done with uh, Marvel, I'm sorry, with DC Comics adaptations. Yeah. We're going to another company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next up, The uh, Wicked and the so, Divine. <laughs> by, by the way, the reason Mike watched it is because I was like, hey, Mike. Yeah, it's your favorite show. Here's your new favorite show. Your last favorite show was Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And I was Brian like, declared it was my favorite show. I liked it. I like any show that's about musicals and also has a fundamental uh, initial precept that some random Filipino dude is like the hottest guy on earth. So, all good. All yeah. good. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Riverdale. Well, so here's the thing. Jughead, well, Jughead's uh, Asian in this. Not Jughead, uh, uh, Reggie Mantle. I can't tell. I don't. I don't. I don't know that much about Archie. I've I've read some Archie because Mark Wade and Fiona Staples did some, and then I read Archie versus Predator. <laughs> They've done some interesting. And stuff I've re- with I've Archie. read like the the Satanic Sabrina comics. Yeah. You know, like Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa or whatever his Who name. Who runs the show? Yeah. It's like super just Satanism. Yeah. Like like well, the he whole. Also, he also he he also writes Afterlife with Archie, right? Yeah. With with Francisco Francavilla. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking. By the like, way, is one of my favorite comic. Yeah, he's good. So the thing is, like, yeah, that's a zombie story, right? You know, like, all right, you expect a zombie story to have some horror to it. The Sabrina story, it's just like Rosemary. It's unabashedly we worship the devil. We're, I, we're have, witches. So, so all the like, stuff I've been reading about Riverdale is Riverdale's a big enough hit for them. Yeah. That they're just like, they're just going to triple all, down on Archie <laughs> stuff. So I think you'll end up seeing Josie. Like, and, well, Josie's already on Archie. Oh yeah, but she can maybe have her own get her own show. show. Uh, but I think you'll see Sabrina, like, uh, you know, they'll be like, Vampire Diaries is going off the air. We need another sexy, bloody show. Uh, Brian Vaughn told me a theory once. He's like, nobody at, nobody at Vertigo likes Preacher. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, and he's like, nobody at Vertigo likes Preacher. They like fairies. <laughs> they like boys who can, like, do magic from owls. By, by the way, just... Vertigo News, you've seen that like both Shelly Bond and Karen Berger have like landed imprints at other companies. I did not see that. So Karen Berger has Burger Books at Dark Horse. I did see that. And so she's just going to be like, pluck, 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 okay. pluck, pluck, you know, just taking taking all the good people away. And then uh, Shelly Bond, who left Vertigo, who was like, I guess Karen's protege. Yeah. Uh, she's at IDW. And she's, I think it's called Black Cat Books or something like that. IDW is a scrappy little company. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, nobody likes Preacher. So he had this theory. This was before Found, he was... Founded by a former Upper Decker. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Greg Goldstein. So, or not founded by, but one of the one of the people, big people there. He, he had this theory that the only reason there was, like, the I have the power of God, like, angels and demons thing was, like, like uh, Ennis came in and was just like, I have this great idea. And they're like, oh, we don't like it. Uh, there's devils. <laughs> like, oh! Very Fall, fallen angels. Very say. in theme for Vertigo. Might John Constantine make an appearance? No, but what if I take Steve Dillon, you know, my old partner from John Constantine? Oh, whoa! Devils, you say? 
<laughs> Sign me up, Garth. I, st I still haven't watched all of pre season one of Preacher. It just lost. It just didn't. That's good. That's fine. It didn't. It's not Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's better. I mean, I don't know. I've seen one or two episodes oh of Riverdale. Mike, The Expanse. I haven't seen any yet. Oh my god, it is It's even so... better than last season. Yeah, second season is I watched all the first season you told me to watch it last year. I watched it. Yeah, it's second good. season second season is great. It's like there's too much good TV. Like I don't even know how like I don't know every time I'm watching suits, I'm like, how the hell am I still Did watching? Did I tell suits? you this suits? How thing? the hell do I still watch suits? There's too much good TV. Last week Suits is not good enough. Last week I put on suits. Um and Catherine's like, Oh, what are you watching? And I'm like, Suits. She's like, is that good? I'm like, well, about three years ago, I put it in the top five shows on TV. She's like, oh, so it's really good. No. <laughs> Actually, it makes no sense. And the, what these people do to each other on a weekly basis, I don't know how this happened in real life. They could ever speak to each other again. Well, they just destroy each other on a weekly basis. And then the same episode, they're like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's Carla. I, I did it because we're best friends. <laughs> Every single like, episode. It's like conflict. Oh, ooh, that seems pretty dramatic. But like, I'm going to oh. throw you in prison conflict. Or like, I'm going to have a million dollars levied against you personally conflict. Like, people don't get over these things in real life. And they're like, like, oh, yeah, but we're... Mike, Mike and Harvey have one just like friendship ending fight an episode. Like two an episode. Yeah, maybe two an episode. And Lewis, I mean... And like they the, clearly never let go of anything. But like, Lewis is like the most irredeemable character on earth that is too lovable to not love. I mean, like, he's a horrible person. I don't, how, I don't understand how I still find time to watch Suits. Every week. Every week. <laughs> Never miss Every it. Week. I mean, I watched the entire last two seasons of True Blood and that was irredeemable television. So, so yeah, my, my like bubble Hold, shows. But Meghan Markle, who's the female lead on Suits, is like the legit princess of England yeah, now, right? Yeah, she's, she could become the queen. She is right? going to be the queen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're not kidding. No, no, she's not. She... Is she Catholic? Because that's the only thing that no, would keep you. No, oh, she's. He's the tennis player's son. <laughs> not the yeah. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not the crown prince. Oh, yeah. Man. Maybe she should have an assassination. Yeah. Anyway, you were okay. saying. I was bubble saying, shows. Suits, suits, blacklist. I, don't, I haven't watched Blacklist in season. Yeah. Four. I mean, I, the thing is, Blacklist is always very watchable because James Spader's great. But yeah. it's just. But there's a spinoff Blacklist. There is a spinoff. Have you watched the new 24? I haven't. I have not watched it 24 either. is like the very definition of a bubble show. I, first of all, but I love 24. I, I like 24, but you wouldn't watch 24 now. I'm pr I would love watch, 24. Would you watch 24 over Homeland? I have only seen two episodes of Homeland this season. I'm so, because there's too many good shows. Oh Homeland this season. Billions, on the other hand, I will never miss. I haven't watched Billions, and I'm just going to You cray! No, 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 no. no. Bitch, I watched, you I watched, cray! I watched season one of Billions, Yeah. and I'm waiting, and I'm just going to do a Sunday, like maybe this Sunday when I don't make day two of the GP, you know. Bitch, you cray. Yeah. No, I love Billions. I don't normally use that billions, word, but it's the only thing I could think of. But, but I got to tell you, yeah. how much better would that show be with... Anybody other than Malin Ackerman. I love Malin Ackerman. She is the worst. I love Malin Ackerman. I, I Do you remember when is... she was just on the comeback and she was like some hot chick? I think she's just terrible. She was Silk Spectre. I understand. She was terrible. She was Silk effing she Spectre. She was terrible. No amount it. of nudity was redeeming. She was the trophy wife. <laughs> Did you watch Trophy Wife? I didn't watch Trophy Wife. That was a people great say, show. People say it was very good. Great show. She is terrible. She is, I, like, I know exactly what girl she's supposed to be. Like, I know exactly who her character on Billions is supposed to be. Yeah. She's like, 
every like scrappy girl in Brooklyn or Queens who married like some like very successful style. Some billionaire. Like, yeah, but, but I but I know that person. Yeah. And she is not that person. She's terrible. First of all, she's like Swedish or whatever. whatever. So she's putting but she's on like. She's supposed to be like some Irish girl from Brooklyn. She's working really hard because she's suppressing her accent. <laughs> she's number awful. One, number one. She she is really like she is like the thing that makes that show a B plus and okay. not an A. So what you're saying is because Malin Ackerman is now in her mid thirties, she's past where she could be on this role. No. <laughs> Ageism from Brian David Marshall. No, what a horrible no. person he is. I'll almost not play his blue idea for Glimmer of Genius when I win the Grand Prix. That is not, not what I'm saying at all. In fact, I, did you watch uh, Feud? I've not watched it yet. It came out last night, it came right? came out last night, yeah. I used, to, I used to adore Susan Sarandon. She was, like, high on my list in the in the early 90s. Yeah, so... Uh, Which was, you know, 30 years ago yeah. now. J- Jessica Lange as well. So it's Jessica Lange, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. What? Catherine Zeta-Jones plays uh, Olivia de Havilland. Is this just like decades, this is like a time-shifted decades of like uh, first pick, first pack. (laughs) We got first pick, first pack from the 1970s. First pick, first pack from the 1980s. First pick, first pack from the 1990s. (laughs) You had me at Zeta-Jones. Kathy Bates. Well, well, that's not in the same category. Um, no, I mean like great actors, just like really campy, but like in, in the best in the best way. Like and Scream Queens. No, not like Scream Queens. Scream Queens is unwatchable. Season two was pretty good. Uh, I, I just did, I didn't even bother. Season one was like I to- totally get where you're coming from. Season two is so I deleted, much better. I deleted season two from my DVR. It's good. All right. It's not great. I mean, it'd probably be a bubble show if for only, you. If only I could find it somewhere on the internet. Well, that's impossible. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I probably won't ever have time. I just won't have. Like, time you haven't to watch watched it. Legion yet, right? I still haven't watched. Neither Legion. have I. Can you imagine this? No. <laughs> I still haven't seen Logan yet. Logan, we have to talk about Logan after you've seen it. I don't want. Okay. To... Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I have like some suspicion, and I also don't. All right. So, so I have people a like say like post things, you, whatever. You met my friend Chris Jordan, right? The the illustrating guy. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Chris is a a difficult difficult sell on anything right yeah. he loves comic book movies but hates them all yeah he said uh, this was his response after seeing logan and he i mean he really just hates yeah yeah, yeah like he doesn't like winter soldier or he liked winter soldier but that's okay like, if you don't like winter soldier i don't care about your he opinion liked, no he liked winter soldier, but he didn't like civil war well, civil war is good it's not as good as winter yeah. soldier just saw mind blown best ever like a real movie that's okay. that is like saying it's citizen kane for anyone else. I, I mean, I think Winter Soldier is a better movie than Logan, so... I mean, like, So here's the problem with Logan. Logan's like Arrival. If everyone hadn't told me for the three hours on the way to the movie theater that it was the greatest movie ever, maybe I would have come to the conclusion it was the greatest movie ever. <laughs> but I, I went with Roman... Fo- I went to go see Arrival with Roman Fusco. We were at dinner. He's like, oh, let's go to the movies. I'm like, all right, what do you want to see? Or uh, Have you seen Arrival yet? No. Was he seeing Arrival for a second time? Yeah, he was seeing it for a second time. Why would you I, do that? I liked Arrival. But I can't ever imagine having so, to go see it again. So for the entire span between us decide at F and M, we're at F and M. So let's go see like a late arrival because yeah. you can go through F and M. Late arrival. Good. Yeah. So F and M, eat dinner, go see arrival at like midnight, right? Yeah. So over the three hours in between, we make the decision to go to the movies and like going to the movies. Oh my God, Mike, I'm so jealous of you. You haven't seen Arrival yet. You don't know what the twist is yet. <laughs> Uh, you know, the worst thing you can say to someone with a functioning brain yeah. is, yeah, you don't know what the twist yeah, is. Yeah, so, like, so I'm, like, at the end of it, he's like, oh, my, did you love it? I'm, like, it's a pretty good movie, Roman. 
But like, if you tell me for three hours it's, it's going to change my life, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's, I'm it's probably I'm not going to change my life. I'm, ex I'm excited for Logan. I am excited. It was good. Can't argue. Can't complain. I actually think that they dealt with the source material really well. Is it better than the Wolverine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go through this. Um, here, here's my here, uh, here's my here's my ratings on this. X Men from 1999, I believe. Right. Yeah. It's a good movie. Fine. Especially if it's time. Remember, we can't rate it I, against. I can't. But I, against but I, but I, I, was, Galaxy. I was disappointed with the ending of the movie when it came out. When it came out, I was like, "Wow, there were parts in that movie I really loved." But overall, I thought it was a B minus, so maybe a C. I would just compare this because I'm just going to. But I was happy with a C. So I'm going to contextualize this for you. Do you remember a few years ago you said to me something along the lines of, "I don't care how bad it is." <laughs> I would love any collectible card game I could play on my phone. I would play the shit out of that collectible card game, sure. right? I don't care how bad it is. Now now this is an available thing. Look, you're, you're happy that this exists, of course. right? Okay. I think it's a good movie from that perspective, okay? It's not if there were some other games I could play on my phone, but yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> let's let's, but let's you move said, on. You said any. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter how bad it is. I'm like, actually, I, I think there's it could be a... No, there's nothing that's bad enough. Any game. <laughs> so we would start from that point, okay? X2, great. One of the greatest action movies of all time. Especially for uh, its X time. X X2 is a, is a B... Solid B, B+. Plus. I think it's way better than a solid B, B+. Plus. I think that the opening sequence is on par with it's, anything I've ever it's seen. It's a solid B, B+. Plus. Okay. X3 is a... Gouge my eyes out. It's, an, it's, it's in contention for a worst X-Men franchise movie ever. Challenged it's in the mix. Only by the next movie. <laughs> X-Men Origins. I don't know which one is worse. They're both so bad. I think there are three at the bottom. But you know what, though? X3 gave us the concept of the post-credits scene, which sure. is actually being a, a forward move in the plot, which is actually important. And then X-Men Origins Wolverine gave us Ryan Reynolds' is dead. So... <laughs> so we're like, good, great, horrible, equally horrible. It's hard to tell which one's worse, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. So the next movie, X-Men First Class, was pretty good. Uh, I think X-Men First Class is as good as X2. It is not as good as X2. I have it as good as X2. That's wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, and then the Wolverine is watchable. It's, what, what, yeah. It's watchable. I, I, I think it's fine. I, have, then, I probably have it like sixth or something. You have Days of Future Past, which is insanely good. Whoa. I actually have Days of Future Past being a little worse than First Class. Days of Future Past is... It's super good. No, it's not. It's, it is. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's not super good. Like, it's better all, than most understand. of the Marvel You have to movies. understand that, X, that, that Days of Future Past is... Like, if you wanted to like go back in time and erase my life, yeah. all you need to do is stop someone from ever printing Days of Future Past. <laughs> because then my entire life is different. Oh, because you revere Days of Future Past so much that the movie has to be a certain thing? The, the, it, is, it is the single... It's not the best comic I've ever read, but it's the it's single the most, most important, important, important comic in my life. Okay. So that's just a... You have an asterisk that makes it so that you can't enjoy something great. Well, I, I certainly I, can't enjoy anything with Bishop in it. Go fuck yourself, Bishop. <laughs> I mean, there are things about it, like, what, like Rogue is Kitty Pride in this, or Wolverine is Kitty Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a movie, right? But, I, but it's not, I don't think it's, I think, it, I think it also just, I think some stuff just didn't work for me. But, but I think it's very good. I like it. So, I just, I don't love it. I but, wanted it to but be. But then you have X-Men Apocalypse, which is the pits. X-Men Apocalypse can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with 
it is Origins and X3. It is X3. not as bad as X3 or Origins, but oh it's God. third it be, from the bottom. It might be worse. Third from the bottom. It might be Because worse. expectations were so high. Expectations were so high, and it's just like such a flagrant waste of people. Of havoc. Of, of havoc, of, of Jayla, uh, Jayla like, obviously doesn't you, want to be there. Why would you bother? Why would you even bother? Like, Olivia Munn, like, apparently, like, campaigned to get this part. She, she loves has, it. And right? she has two lines? Yeah, they didn't use the her very Angel well. Angel is like, oh, you know, yeah, th that movie's, it's just, just give me, so, so here's the thing. I got into a, a discussion with people who yeah. were really offended um, by Deadpool, okay? I, and 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 it's and it's reasonable, right? Like like if you what were their reasons? Uh, that sort of like the frat boy atmosphere of it. The I, I, I you know I didn't even think about it at the time I saw it because then I'll explain why. The sort of like just making fun of anything that was kind of like um, gay or like there's there's like this real kind of like almost like frat boy. You know, phobia. Very, it's a very cis movie, is is the way it was explained. And I and I and I get it. The thing that I liked the most about the movie, yeah. though, was the fact that I didn't have to digest nine million mutant characters. I just got to have an X Men movie where I had three characters, and one of them was just made up, right? <laughs> she's that's well, like, she's also great. Well, but she's a, that's actually a character from Grant Morrison's run. Yeah. But she has completely different powers. She does not like yeah. that. There was no such thing, I think, as, like, Snapchat when that character was invented. Yeah. And I think, like... So my understanding of the, the genesis of that movie is that Reynolds has been campaigning for years since X-Men Origins Wolverine to do Deadpool right. And this is his vision. Yeah. And, like, I think that running Deadpool as Van Wilder works really well. Deadpool is a jerk. He's the merc with the mouth. I understand. I understand. Whether it's like, a cis movie or... It, it, it's, it's... It was just... It, it's, it's a movie that is... Look, you when, once you, here's the thing. Once you're dealing with the X-Men, okay. part of the broad, very broad appeal of the X-Men is, is, is its inclusiveness. They're the superheroes of tolerance. Yes. They're literally, it is, it, yeah. is, it is all about exclusiveness. And, inclusiveness. I'm sorry, in, inclusiveness. And Deadpool is a very excluding movie. I, I, and, and I can see that. And I, and I didn't take it that way when I saw it. And, I, and again, there's things about it that I really love, but I can totally get why so, people let me ask have, have, a, have issues with it. You wouldn't have the same argument if you were watching an episode of Sons of Anarchy, would you? Uh, I certainly struggled with it while watching Sons of Anarchy. But, but, the, but like, I am able to watch something about a guy who's a bad guy. The thing is, Deadpool, it's not clear that Deadpool's supposed to be a bad guy. He's supposed to be an, an anti-hero. I don't know. Well, I, had, I, I, just, I, struggled, I struggled with Sons of Anarchy. Like the and language I, they use and stuff I like just, that. And I, don't, and I also don't have Sons of Anarchy like in my TV packing order. Really? Yeah, no, it's not super high. It's, I think it's freaking amazing. It's, there are way better shows. And it went way too long. I think that there were very good reasons for a lot of that stuff that, which obviously don't translate. You're watching the show or you're look, not, right? Look, here's but, the thing you have to understand. First yeah. of all, I'm a dinosaur, right? I'm I am a dinosaur from a different era, and I and I struggle with yeah. trying to be more understanding of people other than myself, or you know what I mean? Like so, so Sons. Like I think if Sons of Anarchy was on right now, yeah. And I started watching it. I probably wouldn't watch it. Really? Yeah. I I I I felt like I learned a lot from watching it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I started watching Sons of Anarchy, and I would just start talking to bikers in bars, <laughs> which I would have never done otherwise. You know, like. Yeah. I mean, people are like, "You're crazy. You shouldn't do that." I'm like, "Seems like a regular. He's like a person. You know, yeah, like. Yeah. Sure. Like you can't talk to somebody because of how they're dressed. That's like. Well, that's I think I think it's more like sort of the. 
the violence that they represent, you know, maybe towards women is the issue. But that's that's a that's a topic for a different podcast. I, I'm just saying, like, I would have never talked like, just randomly just a kid of a conversation with a biker in a bar yeah. if I'd never seen yeah. Sons of Anarchy. And like, I didn't feel fearful while I was doing it, you yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe I should have, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, but, no, 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 prob- no. Of course, no, probably not. They're not gonna. I'm, I'm, yeah. You're just like, hey, you know, it's, what are you doing? Yeah, you, know, you know, like kind of. You know, he's like a bouncer in a bar. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's a pretty cool place to work, <laughs> as far as I can see. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But anyway. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know, this idea of not like... It's like, did you see Sausage Party? No. I think Sausage Party, personally, is a work of almost supreme transgressive genius. Like, I, I think it's like among the best pieces of subversive art I've ever seen in my entire life. And I think it's almost perfectly crafted. And it is composed of this amazing cast who obviously love the work. Yeah. And, like, most people hate it. Yeah. Like, this out-and-out hate it. And I think the only way that you can out-and-out hate it... in as far as my conception of the universe is, you just don't understand. Either you don't understand it or you're too stupid or narrow-minded to understand it. And, like... Well, what, what if you're hurt by something, though? But it's it's hot dogs, right? I, like, it's yeah. not... They're not... Yeah, I mean, they make all kinds of, of insensitive comments, right? But it's so obvious. The, the level of obviousness of the insensitive comments is such that... And, it's an animated popcorn making the incentive. Con- like, you can't, there's no way to read this like it's like a straight I, text. I, I, I guess I've just been very sensitized to dog whistle, like people trying to be able to get in their sort of comments and their, their, their things through the last two years of political I, process. So I respect a lot of different points of view, etc. But if you're at the point where you can't appreciate something being funny anymore because you're so you're so uh, hypersensitive about something. But what if something's funny that it's coming at the expense of someone else's life experience? That's what everything funny is. Yeah, yes and no. Literally everything funny is a proud person falling on their face. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) There's nothing like people people rip on me like like I mean, how many comments were there today about Mike's really smart, but today well, on the mailing list? Okay. All right. But there, right? Was, like, a, there was a, that, that was. Well, that's appropriate, no, right? No, it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> it was based on a conversation we had. That you grossly no, misrepresented. I, I actually looked up the text, Brian. I did never said never. But you know what? I don't even fight about the facts. <laughs> I looked it up. I didn't even say that. But you know what? Fine. I said it was a solvable problem. I was like walking down the street. I wasn't paying attention. I certainly didn't think I was going to be pilloried in a mailing list. But sure, whatever. Is this like suits? Are we having? <laughs> we're going to make. We'll I'm, wake up at the end of the podcast. I'm not mad at all, actually. Right? <laughs> like I don't care because like John and Land were totally trying to get because they. I knew I was going to go off this stupid burn thing because they were both being morons, but it's not, it's not even a thing. People make fun of me all the time. Like, I'm, like, I'm confident enough in like, my life, like, whatever, like, oh, I thought a thing that might not be right. Oh, really? That's a reason I should go jump off a pier? No, it's ridiculous. Like, everyone has their shit. Everyone has their good days, sure. right? And nothing is funny if somebody isn't falling on their face. Sure. Okay? If, if we have this idea that only straight white men can be the people that we make fun of, that stops being funny at some point. Okay? I, 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 I agree. I just think 
that we can pay some attention to. It's win. hot dogs. Right. It's a it tortilla. Just, <laughs> making a joke. <laughs> okay. All right. It didn't, it didn't. It's not something that seemed very interesting to me. It's a really good movie. All right. I think that you know. One night when you're 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 loaded on maybe PBR, <laughs> not the good stuff. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe give Sausage Party a look. It's I think it's free on either Netflix or Amazon it's, or it's all free. wherever it it's is. All it's free. all free. <laughs> Never pay for anything. Brian David Marshall. Uh, sports is so yeah. you, you were unable to get rid of Mello's contract. I, Big I don't, surprise I don't, there. So here's a question. Right, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. I asked this of Worth, Dano, Tony, a bunch yeah. of people today. If, because here's the thing, yeah, right, from where the Knicks stand right now, yeah, let's call them the Knickerbockers. The Knickerbockers, they have no second round picks for forever, but who cares? Second round picks don't matter. They have all their first round picks, yeah, they have probably a pretty premium pick coming to them this year, yeah. Why is that, Brian? Terrible, uh, in, 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 in a deep draft, yeah. Uh, you know, potentially could have gotten more than one of those if they've been willing to trade Derrick Rose or anybody other than Kristaps Porzingis on the team. I actually don't understand how they assembled their team this year, but that's I, a I, different that's, topic. I, I, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, it's not. Phil, Phil Jackson's a freaking moron. That's how. He's the greatest coach is, in the history a, of the he NBA. Is, he is a dinosaur. He does not understand modern basketball. <laughs> Triangle offense. Do you remember when he tweeted about my Golden State missing threes last year? Well, that's what happens when you don't play the triangle. He's, he's, so like, could have had maybe a, even if it wasn't a low pick, even if it wasn't a high pick. Right, so get, get but, to the, okay, here's the get question. to the part of the story that's what not would, about second round draft picks. What would you, who would you hire? Yeah. To run, like if somehow you could be given, that person could be given autonomy to run the Knicks, what would you do? Who would you hire to save the Knicks? Wait, so I'm firing... You're firing Phil, Phil Jackson, Jackson, and I can and hire you can anyone just put I your own front office in. And I, I can hire anyone in the world. You can hire anyone in the world. Let's just assume anybody who's a GM at a successful basketball franchise yeah. will, will not jump ship to be the GM. I can't. I could just buy Masai Ujiri. Right, he's proven that he would jump ship from a team that he built let's to just, go to another just team assume, for Let's just money. assume as, as some additional wrinkle here that you can't. You can't. Take someone who's an existing GM at a team. You can you can have an, a head of scouting. You can have an assistant GM. You could have, you know, you could hire John Finkel if you wanted. What was their answer? I don't know. Uh, I think Dan's answer was Sam Hankey. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? You know, because he would just he didn't, wouldn't care. He would withstand all the media criticism while he tank. Like it's it's a fairly quick turnaround. You could actually do. You probably only need two years. You probably only need to withstand the Noah contract. <laughs> well, that's what I don't get. Like <laughs> he was just trying to assemble the 2009 All Star uh, team. Like what was the? <laughs> I mean, Der- Derek Rose hasn't been awful this year. He's fine. Like I think he was actually like a reasonable trade candidate. I mean, but. The, but the, that's why you sign him, so you can trade him. Yeah, but the problem is, like, you can't pay the guy, like, a max contract no, level no, no, salary. No, no, not, he hasn't been good in six years. No, no you know what you mean? No, uh, Rose. Derek Rose is a one-year contract. Who cares? No, no, but you can't. Just whatever. Who cares? Yeah, I don't understand it. Like, all the teams are made of infinite. The Cavs don't operate that way, and they have the highest salary of all time. Yeah, but the, ca- you the, can Cavs, see their, the Cavs have a warp. 
have, have, have a, a warp factor at the center yeah, of the team in LeBron yeah. that just changes what people are willing to do. But like you can you can see like it's painful for them all these decisions. They are the they're willing to spend the money and it is painful and they are under criticism constantly. Sure, that's the thing. Versus these other teams who just spend money like water and it. It's funny for me to say that, given the fact that the Cavaliers are the highest salary all the time. How much does Steph Curry get paid? Like fifteen dollars, I think. <laughs> he really needed that Under Armour contract, and then when they win, didn't win the finals, it was, it was bad times for Steph. But this is the thing that's insane: the Cavs just like traded next to nothing for Korver. Korver's just like, I'm definitely staying. <laughs> These guys are great, and they got like there was a time when Darren Williams was thought maybe he's better than Chris Paul. He's he's not. He's not. An, He's not very good. A superstar caliber player anymore, but he was free, and <laughs> and Bogut is free too. Bo- Bogut is a, we, a nice piece off the bench. We gave up zero for sure. either of those players. If you just need a player to absorb some minutes, so Kyrie isn't playing forty minutes a game, so they're, they're, they're that's like, okay. That kind of like basically what you're saying is they picked up like Captain Boomerang, like they basically just picked up they suicide squatted. I think Bogut is a legitimately good player. Captain Boomerang could be very powerful in the right circumstances. I mean, if you're playing only against people that don't have... Is Daron Williams dead shot? (laughs) No. (laughs) Daron Williams is like like, uh, Harley Quinn without the hotness. (laughs) Maybe like uh, Mad Hatter if his hat is broken. And then then Corver. Who's Corver? Corver's Corver, he's, 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 he's Killer Croc. No, Corver is just dead shot. Are you kidding? He's oh, yeah, literally no, he, dead shot. He is actually dead shot. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. He kind of looks like Killer Croc. <laughs> Corver? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm super happy with Corver. Yeah. I mean, Corver's been like one of the best three point shooters for how many seasons now? All of them? As yeah. many as he's been playing? Before, before they were cool. So. They put up 25 three-pointers in that one of that games last week, and I was just like, oh, wow. Then everyone's just talking about the media frenzy. Oh, record, record, record. And I'm like, didn't they already have the record at 25 three-pointers? And it turns out they did. What? So, All right. That's 75 points on three-pointers. Like, baseball season is almost here. I don't want to talk about basketball anymore. We, we Basketball is on hiatus until the playoffs. <laughs> All Basketball right. is on hiatus. I'm very happy with the current constitution of my team. Okay. I mean, and, you know, with Kevin Durant possibly never playing <laughs> basketball again. <laughs> they don't have any bigs. <laughs> you just put two bigs in. You get all the rebounds. <laughs> you know, Draymond Green's a really good defensive player. I yeah. wonder how he's going to choose to defend people who are six inches taller than him in, in the paint. <laughs> Probably by kicking them in the nuts. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I really hope that's how, because that's how he's chosen to do it in the past. If you're six inches taller than him, he knows how to defend you. Yeah. But he doesn't defend you the next game. Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem for him. Suicide Squad needs someone whose mutant power is steel nuts. <laughs> All right. So I was asking this on Twitter today. Uh, we were talking. I was talking about the Mount Rushmore of direct-to-video actors. Can I pick, like, Nev Campbell? <laughs> what did, what Why ha- can't you pick women? Can there I pick... Are not, there are not... Because you don't, you don't Selma see... Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. How many direct-to-videos does she do? I don't know. From so, Just Till Dawn So, too. like, Armand Asante, who is <laughs> yeah. where my starting point for this was, like, if you look him up on IMDb, he has 14 upcoming projects. <laughs> okay. Like, you need to have a certain amount of volume. And, and, right, the, so. and, and the, the... Obviously, number one is John Reese davies John Reese davies Okay, John Reese davies is more than just Gimli. 
Go look at his IMDb. I understand. He's got a lot. He does have a lot. He was Is he like, dead? No. He was, sure? he was on the Chinara show last year. <laughs> Playing the king of the elves. The dude was a dwarf in, in, in Lord of the Rings. He was king of okay. the elves last year. That guy will do anything. Because being dead, being dead disqualifies you from being on this Mount Rushmore. That's just you wave two, two pence in front of him. <laughs> He's going to take the lorry to the lift. Yeah. He we, will be a dwarf. He'll be I, an elf. He will be. So we've established that Steven Seagal and... Nick Cage I think are, are the first two faces there. But, I mean, those guys are sometimes like an A-list actor. No, no, not anymore. First of all, first of all, Nick part Cage. of part of the direct video All-Star yeah. is you need to have been an A-list actor. John Reese Davies. You need John Reese Davies. You need to have been A-list before, and then you just need, like, Wesley Snipes is also on there. <laughs> he was never really A-list. Bullshit. Blade? Blade? That's not the A-list. Yeah, I guess not. Nick Cage won an Academy Award. Yeah, Academy Award. Paul Sorvino, by the way, also Nick very Cage, much uh, Nick Cage in the mix here. Snapped his fingers and then Kickass was made. And by him, I mean the Baron or whatever did it. <laughs> Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. So John Cusack might also be. Oh, I think John Cusack. John Cusack might also be on this. All right, mix. we got here. John Reese Davies, Nick Cage. <laughs> Cusack and Seagal. I gotta send you. So Ilya posted some like link to this interview about uh, Steven Seagal on my uh, on my Facebook when we were talking about this today. I'll we we need to send it to to put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's one of the funniest things I've ever read. It's just I was like on the bus coming home and I was like crying, (laughs) laughing, and people were looking at me like I was a lunatic. And it's just talking about what a homicidal lunatic Steven Seagal is and how kind of just watching him get fat and paint his hair and just... <laughs> paint just, his hair? Yeah, he's just he's like... He was so short, deadly, like, in the early 90s. Uh, even, late, even late 80s. He, he had a very short peak. Above the Law is a great movie. Like, it's a great action film. Marked for Death is a great action film. He was already bad by Mark. Marked for Death is already terrible. But I've never seen people breaking people's bones in the yeah. way that he did in that. Yeah. But they talk about... <laughs> no, but the Under Siege movies didn't come out for, like, four years after that. Under, Sie- Under Siege, I guess, is... I, I, I didn't think Under, Under Siege, Siege was very good. Under Siege 2 is so... Well, I mean, I really appreciated, like, the knife fighting and stuff. I was really sure. into that stuff back then. So, um, one of the things that bothered me was, like, at the end of Under Siege 1, I was just, like, a competent knife fighter would have never held his knife the way that they did in the last fight, and I was really bothered by it. Then Under Siege 2 came out, and they held their knives properly, and I was just, like... So that's like why Under Siege 2 is better than Under yeah. Siege 1? Interesting. Because how they were holding their knives, you are like have a high degree of either injuring yourself or being disarmed if you're playing, playing if you're fighting against another knife fighter. They're both supposed to be like great knife fighters. And then how they held their knives um, when the second one was you less penetration, but they're yeah. highly unlikely to be disarmed. Yeah. Speaking of knife fighting, did you see John Wick 2? Yes. Chapter 2? Oh, I loved it. I loved it as well. It was... I would have literally sat there if, like, they were like, and now we're going to show the next John Wick movie. Yeah. I would have literally just sat there and watched yeah, it. Yeah, you and everybody else. That's not a big leap. I loved it. I can't wait till they make the next one. This is the thing that, did you, have you seen Man of Tai Chi? Mm, I don't think so. You should probably go watch it. I haven't watched it yet either, but, like, I think if you like John Wick, you should watch Man of Tai Chi. Okay. It's just Keanu directing himself, and the, but he does Tai Chi instead of guns, but it's the same. Not the same. Like so, so the thing for me about the the, the John Wick movies yeah. is, I love all the nods to hard boiled crime. Do you love gun gun fu movies? I I like gun fu movies. I I mean I I loved John Woo stuff early on. Yeah. Uh, 
and Face Off is one of my favorite action films. Have you seen Equilibrium? I have seen Equilibrium. I don't think it's very good. Yeah. I mean, but if you love gun fu, it's like a great gun fu movie. It's, it's fine. It's not. It's not. It's not. Like, it is. No, The Killer's a great gun fu movie or, you know, Bullet in the Head or, you know, any of those movies. You're just naming movies I haven't seen. Yeah, John, early John Vu stuff. Right. Are, are really good. Equilibrium is just kind of like fine. Like people just like Americans it. are in it. Yeah, Americans are in <laughs> I've it. I've seen that one. It's not very good. It's basically just a sh- really shitty Fahrenheit 451 where people just kick bullets around. But that's I mean like this climactic scene where Christian Bale is fighting with Katana. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I, I don't. I didn't. Love, I was very. And again, that may have been because you built up Equilibrium for me. That when I watched it. Really? It kinda, yeah. Did I do that? Yeah, I'm sure there are at least, like, multiple episodes of the Top 8 Magic podcast. Lost in the midst of you time. You have to watch Equilibrium, Brian. <laughs> yes. It's so great. Really? Yeah, yes. But when I did that about Young Justice, it was right. Correct. That, did you see that thing where so I saw my family this week? Yeah, with I, your niece. My niece. I saw like, it. She's like, I follow you on social media. <laughs> He's like, what, what do you want to do? She's like, I don't know. Build Legos and watch Young Justice? Like, in. In. <laughs> I-N. All right, so what shows were we recommending this week? The Expanse? Oh, my God, The Expanse. The Americans? The Americans comes back this week. I have to watch the entire second half of last season. Yeah. So I should, should I do that instead of whatever terrible shows I'm watching, including Riverdale? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm... I'm going to have to bump Riverdale to mean, do this. I, I mean, probably just could... Oh, Suits was the season finale yesterday, this week. So. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. All right, so that'll be quick. That'll be quick. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely The Expanse. Definitely gonna. You need to. You You're have like still a watching week. Legends of Tomorrow, right? Nope. You're a liar. Nope. You are. I am a not liar. watching Legends of Tomorrow. I am not watching Agents of Shield. I am not watching. Okay, I never watched Agents of Shield. I am not watching. And by not watching Agents of Shield, I mean I haven't watched anything since the mid-season break. <laughs> That's like two weeks. Uh, not watching Arrow anymore. I hate you now. I am not watching Arrow. Was, I don't care. Wait, wait, so do you know these I characters? Watch, like, I vig- watch Flash and Supergirl. Do you know the character Vigilante from the 80s, though, Yeah, right? of course. Keith Pollard. So he, Adrian Chase was always Vigilante is it in the comics, right? I kinda, it was Marvel Wolfman and Keith Pollard. That's all. That's no, as no, much no, no, fact as I can give you. Name. Yeah, that's as much fact so I as like, I can give you. I feel like I know that character's name, but they made a twist. He's not Vigilante. <laughs> Spoilers. I'm not going to say anything else. He's not Vigilante as far as I can tell. But in the comic, he is Vigilante. I'm still not going to watch it. I'm just done. But Vigilante has such a cheesy costume on Arrow, right? That's just his costume in the comic. pretty cheesy in the comic. Isn't (laughs) it just like a red, white, and blue V on his forehead? No, it's like a ski mask. A ski mask, but then he has like a red, white, and blue V on it. It seems to be some sort of neon stripes and like a scuba mask or something. From the pages of the Teen Titans. I mean, Vigilante. Teen Teen Titans, by the way, has really gotten, I think, the cultural shaft with all the X Men movies. Like, I think, I think that like if DC instead of doing Suicide Squad, had just gone the X Men route and done like Teen Titans movies. Yeah. Like trading in on the same because because Teen Titans and X Men were like number one, number two, in the eighties. Yeah, like in the eighties and nineties, early nineties. No. Early 90s. By the time I was reading comics, Teen Titans was already done. I guess it was after after George Perez. Sure. Nobody cared. Which is crazy because Jose uh, Jose Marie Garcia Lopez is so good. Yeah. How many people knew that name? uh, But you could. I think you. I think that there's that nostalgia component. I think you could have just. See, I don't think. 
I don't think that that would have worked, and I'll tell you why. If you look at the top down, right, how they deal with the how they deal with it. David Goyer's in charge at DC, right? And then uh, what's his name is in charge. Uh, Avi Arad is in charge at Marvel. Yeah. David Goyer said the reason we don't do a Justice League movie is because nobody cares about Martian Manhunter. <laughs> That's the answer he gave. The same summer, Aviad's like, yeah, sure, I'll do a movie about a talking raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> now, every, then, that summer, not only did they I think do it's, I think it's pretty an obvious. $800 million movie about a talking raccoon, Rocket Raccoon number one became the best-selling comic. I was just going to say, not, it is pretty obvious from the way they choose to make movies about their beloved characters yeah. on both sides of that fence that one company does not have a lot of respect for comic books. Yeah, like, he literally said, nope. And David Goyer's the guy who used to write JSA. You know, he, he, he just wrote did, Starman. Didn't he, didn't he also write Blade? Wasn't he, like, the, the Blade guy? Maybe. I think he was the Blade guy. The thing is, and he worked on Batman, the Batman franchise with Nolan, which is what the thing I don't understand. By the way, Blade, I think, is very underrated in I, the pantheon of comic books. I think in terms, of, in terms of its importance, I agree. It's also, I think they also hold They're up. They're pretty, pretty good, well. yeah. I mean, uh, and Ryan Reynolds is in those, too, right? Yes. Dude, that guy gets around. <laughs> and Justin, Justin Timberlake's baby mama. Yeah. Isn't she actually his wife? Yeah. But anyway, uh, point being, literally they're like, yeah, I will make both. a movie about a talking raccoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure, talking tree. We can make it work, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then on the other side, they're like, we're only going to do movies about the big three. And then they Batman botch needs the to, movie. Batman needs to have a gun. <laughs> Superman needs to kill somebody. Wonder Woman needs to be super so, so, hot. So, so well, <laughs> I, I love Gal Gadot. Um, yeah, you and everyone else. Yeah. So, have you watched Gotham? I've seen some Gotham, but I haven't seen it like you. Oh, my God. So Gotham, I feel like Gotham is a present that I'm going to open to myself Gotham. in a long stretch. Gotham, Gotham is my favorite non-Netflix superhero TV show. I cannot wait until Iron Fist comes out. I love Iron Fist. Uh, here's the thing about Iron Fist. Yeah? Stop it. I don't want to see another billionaire lost in the... <laughs> Did you... I mean, it's just Arrow again. I mean... I understand I understand that that might be the... But, like... That's his to, story. I understand. But at some point, you have to just, like, go... Oh wait, we've we've already like it's a white guy strip mining the idea of kung fu for a superhero, and the thing that you're offended by is, <laughs> it's just Arrow. Arrow yes. is just Batman. They literally made Arrow because they're like, we like the character Batman. Just make him again. <laughs> that was the order they gave when they yeah. made Green Arrow. They just, they're like, he had an arrow car, I just, he had an arrow cave, he had a teen sidekick named Speedy. His, yeah, just get, he basically just carries his I utility belt on his back. I understand. I'm just saying, like, just just do something a little different with it. But I, what would you have done? I don't know. <coughs> it doesn't, he just, it just, it just, it just actually just, I was just like, oh, come on. Wouldn't it be better if they just had the cool Avengers and it was just like, Cage, Jones. <coughs> well, have you seen the Defenders? Stuff. No, but I mean, like, they take those three, and then, like, maybe Daredevil can, like, flit in and out, but he wasn't really one of them. But then they just have them with, like, um, with, uh, uh, like, Parker and, uh, and, uh, and Winter Soldier, and they're, like, just hanging out in the mansion. <laughs> it's just, like, the cool Avengers, right? Like, 
you know, and, and, and just like, just get Hugh Jackman. We don't just ever use his name. <laughs> he just hangs out there and him and him and, and Iron Fist can fight. And they just be like, be like, no claws. Be like, all right, no fists. When does Iron Fist start? Soon. It's a, it's a, the, the kid from, uh, yeah. from The Reach. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually not super excited about it's it. It's Lancel. Really? Yeah. Okay. Jessica Jones is your all-time favorite. I love Jessica. And they've Jones. done a great job in the other two series. I love Luke Cage. No, Daredevil's been terrible. That fight scene in the first Daredevil season. Daredevil is terrible. It's not terrible. It's terrible. It's not terrible. It's ter- here's the thing. There's here's the good things about Daredevil. Okay. Right. Okay. Fight scene in the hallway. Yeah, but that's good enough. Kingpin smashing someone's head in the door of a car. The Punisher. Really? The Punisher is the thing you like? Punisher's great. He's great. I think that there's a lot of things that are not perfect about Daredevil. I think that the fight scene of the hallway goes a long way. The <laughs> but show they have a is, lot of inventive fight scenes. The show scenes. is really freaking dull as... It is not that bad. It is dull. It is a chore. It is not It a is chore. homework. It is not... It is. You are spoiled. I am spoiled. I don't watch Arrow anymore for the same reason. You Riverdale watcher, you are spoiled. <laughs> That's your Riverdale watcher. If this were the only thing, you would have killed to watch this show just three years I wanna, ago. I three years ago, you would have stabbed the eyes out of a random stranger walking down the street to watch the blind man throwing his stick. Yeah. I, I think he's bad as Matt Murdock. I hate Foggy Nelson. I hate him. I hate that actor playing him. I mean, I've seen the actor in other things and not hated him, but I hate him as Foggy Nelson. I hate it. I don't. I just don't. I don't care for Daredevil very much. You watch every episode. I did. And you continue to. I probably won't watch season. Yeah, three. you will. I probably yeah, will won't watch season three. You have to know the lead up to the to the Defenders. I probably will not watch. You know season what's three. dumb? I would about watch this? the Punisher show. None of these are Defenders. <laughs> <laughs> the Defenders is literally the most powerful team ever, right? It's Silver Surfer, Hulk, Namor, Doctor Strange. That's the real Defenders. How about right? the champions? Can we get the champions? Well, like the, which Hercules, <laughs> uh, Wonder Man. Is that Hercules? Angel? I thought it was Angel Beast. It's, it's like Blue Beast, Angel, <laughs> and like uh, Valkyrie, I want to say. But Hercules was definitely there. Was he a champion? Yeah, yeah, he was definitely a champion. Yeah. The new champions is uh, Viv from, from Vision, Kid Cyclops, Kid Nova, Miss Marvel, and Amadeus Cho. So just Teen Titans. I, I'm sure they'll do a better job because Mark <laughs> Wade is writing it. I mean, th- these characters are all zeitgeist, man. People love Kamala Khan. Yeah. My kids adore Kamala Khan. Yeah. I mean, people adore Squirrel Girl. Like, they just do such... So- people adore Howard the Duck. They are doing such a good job over there. Yeah. Man, it's weird because... DC was so good once. Yep. And Batman comics are still really good. I but, like... They are. I don't read them. They're I good. I mean, I'll pick up a Batman every now and then and enjoy it, but... I mean, but like, I think that's a big. Oh yeah, Batman's really good. Okay, you you uh, you should do. Yeah. First of all, Gotham is. I told you it's a present I'll open for myself. Just watch the season season three. Is this season three now? Season three, I think. Season three mid season finale. Just watch it. You can watch it. It's fine. I've seen a bunch of episodes from this season from planes. Okay, so watch the season three. What's it about? Just tell me. It's the Joker. Yeah. It's it's the it's the first. It's the begin. It's the foundation 
for the Batman. They do a better job with it than anyone's than any, done in any movie. So the thing I don't get Batman is he's a kid, right? He Who? hasn't. He hasn't. Bruce. Yeah. He hasn't gone through his education yet. Right? He's going through it. It's, it's it's not canon, right? It's not like the comic necessarily. But he's Alfred's a pretty badass. Alfred's, yeah, yeah, Alfred's training him, among others. And he's running around with Selena Kyle too. You would too. Although she's a kid, right? They're both kids. I guess it's age. They're dating. Are they? In the show, yeah. That's uh. Age- Although it's, I, I guess, some controversy. They have some disagreement about whether or not they can say they're going out. Yeah. Selena doesn't want to be tied down. Except in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> she prefers, based on what I've read in year one, she prefers to do the tying. <laughs> she carries that whip. It's a versatile but, weapon. But yeah, Got- Gotham is of, of all the comic shows. I actually think I might like Gotham more than Jessica Jones. Really? Yeah. I thought Jessica Jones was your. Own. I, I love I Luke lo- Cage. I, you know what I love the most about Luke Cage? They did such a good job of like Daredevil fights in a certain way, yeah. and like it's very, very singular of how he fights yeah. versus everything else that's on TV. But then Cage fights a certain way too that yeah. no one else can. Like if you're a bulletproof dude, this is how you'd fight. Funk. And he'd <laughs> you know? like, just swap people out yeah. of the way. Yeah, I love I love Luke Cage, but I, I don't think that they evoke the same joy in me yeah. that Gotham does. I mean, Cage is... I think Cage is my favorite No Avenger, one likes that. I mean, I am I am all alone on loving Gotham. Oh, wait. Speaking of all shows that no you're one all alone it. on, your, your, your recap show from last year, Into the Badlands, is about to come back. Oh. <laughs> so make sure to sharpen your pencil. <laughs> we don't want people to not know what happened at Into the Badlands last night. <laughs> I've been promised by people that this season of Into the ba- Into the Bad Lines is very good. All right, well, it's up to you. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> uh, watch the Expanse and Riverdale and Gotham season mid season finale. The one episode of Gotham. I mean, you can watch the whole thing. I think the show is great, but you can that that that's it's the best Joker. I yeah. loved it. My favorite show right now is. You can't tell us. You said goodbye already. All right. Oh, did you watch Powerless? I haven't watched Powerless. It's cute. Yeah. It's not good yeah, exactly. Just, I don't want it, it just felt to me the same like I don't watch Superstore either. Okay, this takes place at Wayne. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I, I'm spoiled. Remember we've established this. All right. All right, goodbye from Canada. <laughs> it feels like Canada. It's cold. It is it is cold. Um you know what you, you know what we should tell people to do is buy decades but buy my files too. My files by Zvi Mashovich. Sure. Go do that. Okay, we'll put a link in the show notes. Shotgun not doing show notes. (laughs) Shotgun doing show notes. (laughs) Bye.